This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Welcome back It's Monday, how's it going? How we doing? How we feeling? Good, good, good. <laughs> I feel I, this like was, this the weekend was This long. was truly one of those weekends where it's like there was like that like tweet a while ago that was like these weekends are starting to feel like 30 minute lunch breaks. <laughs> this was one of those where it's like I feel like like I had a really fun Friday night and then I was like recuperating on Saturday and then yesterday I was just like no 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 no. Yeah. Yesterday I had like a true Sunday. I poured myself a glass of wine, made like a oh. DiGiorno and put on the notebook. And I was like, I'll see, see if I, was- I want to work tomorrow. I was frustrated because I had been doing like some finishing up moving stuff, got home. I was like going to watch Potomac. And then we had like a Wi-Fi outage for like an hour or something. So I literally was just like sitting there on my phone because I was like, what do I what do I even do? Did you have Wi-Fi on your phone? No, I was like on, I was like on like data oh, okay. or whatever. I was, like, <laughs> I was, I was really uh, bawling out on my data. Um, I'm sure I'll get a warning about that from Verizon, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I had my, like, I just like taken a shower. I had ordered food. Like I was going to have such a nice like evening. And then I was like, oh, um, well, like my TV, like I have like a Roku, whatever. So like, I can't watch TV without Wi-Fi. I can't watch anything on my computer. So I was like, damn, I guess I'll just like play Minesweeper on my phone for the next hour. First and world that's what fucking I problems. I know, Let me but tell I, you. I did get my Wi-Fi back in time. Good. Watched Good. Potomac, watched Shaz this morning. Woo. That, that reunion. That you reunion. know what? Cause like, we're going to talk about it today. Yes. And I, I wasn't bored. I was not like there was a lot happening, but the epi- the the part two seemed like a lot of mishmash. That's the only word I thought of last night while watching. Yeah. It seemed like a lot coming out of everywhere. I will say there was one point where I couldn't tell whether it was going to be three parts or two <gasps> when it was like kind of getting close to the end. And I was like, OK, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Like we don't I don't think we need three. And they didn't. <laughs> They did wrap it up, which I was happy about. We will talk about it. First, I feel like we have to mention um, some very sad news that we got over the weekend. Nene Leakes um, was at her Linethia Lounge in Atlanta on Saturday night, I believe. And she got on the mic and said that Greg is not doing well. And she said he's transitioning to the other side and basically is going to pass away any day now, which it's just... It's so rough. I mean, Greg has always been, I feel like, a a house husband that people really mm-hmm. loved. And he always seemed like such a good 
force in Nini's life. And I think like such a grounding force and she was kind of her best self with him. And I feel like it's just such a sad situation because his, they announced that his cancer had come back earlier this summer and that he, you know, was in the hospital a while ago. And it's just, it, that's such a hard way to watch someone, you know, kind of go downhill. The fact that he clearly is not, you know, he can't be in a good place right now. So it's just tough to hear. And yeah, I was just going to say what you mentioned earlier, like him and Nini together were like such a, such a power couple. And she had such a different energy around him. And he was always such like a good guy. And exactly one of those like house husbands that like I liked when he was on the screen, you know? Yeah. And and like, however you feel about Nini, I feel like people have a lot of polarizing feelings about Nini. I feel like everyone loves Greg. I <laughs> Kenya even posted like a picture on her Instagram story and said, you know, like, no, no matter what Nini and I were going through, like he was always so kind and respectful right. and that type of thing. And so wishing the best to that whole family for sure. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about, let's talk about Potomac. We are still in Williamsburg. It's still day two when we begin. (laughs) And it is right after Wendy has uh, officially popped off (laughs) at Giselle and Robin and Ashley a little bit too. But Ashley has left with her milk. (laughs) Yeah. The the episodes where we come back in a weird scenario, like situation where we left off is very like, hold on, I need a minute. Like there was just a massive fight and now it's been a week for us. Like mm-hmm. I need to like get back into the game. Right, like, bit. let me gather my belongings. <laughs> let me like get my bearings. Where are we? What just happened? I will. I, I will say I want to know. I'm curious to see once they get back and once they see Ashley again, mm-hmm. like is Ashley going to get reamed out for coming to this trip for six hours and causing mayhem? Cause I feel like with Giselle, obviously Wendy and Giselle have been seeing each other every day on this trip. And so there's been a lot of time for Wendy to kind of like express how she feels about Giselle. Whereas I feel like Ashley is going to kind of have, um, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Ashley's going to get a little bit held accountable next time she sees the women. <laughs> Cause yeah, I think because, she played a part in this too. Yeah, for sure. Because even in one point of the episode last night, they even, We'll get there with Mia, but at like that, they were like, Ashley brought it up, like Giselle brought it up and they're like, no, Ashley did like, and Giselle's like, I'm getting blamed for everything. And I was like, well, Giselle, like you need to be blamed for some stuff, but like, yeah, right. they knew Ashley came in, dropped the bomb and left. I think it's like, if you dig to the deepest layer of why this is coming up on the show as a whole, it's more on Giselle, but in terms of why are we fighting about it currently at this Williamsburg trip? Like, Ashley is the one who said it to Wendy and like regardless of Giselle being messy Ashley's a grown woman who controls what comes out of her own mouth so you know there's there is I think there are multiple people (laughs) with a part in this and I I think that Ashley will also get her you know yeah we also speaking of things that come out of her mouth she also mentions again about her Michael sex life and that they just like haven't slept together and wishing the best for them as well. That little check-in with Ashley and Michael, I was kind of like, okay. I mean, Didn't I feel need like it. I understand like why they're doing it. Cause you know, whatever, she is not going to be quite as around. Cause she literally just gave birth, but 
but it's kind of like, okay, there's enough going on in Williamsburg. Like if we don't see Ashley for a week, I'm okay. But you know, she'll get her per episode check for this one. So congrats. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so the next is, okay. So they go back to the cottage, um, Karen and Wendy and Estella. I just just made that up. I like that. The the junior house. Um, And Wendy is really upset. You know, she's crying, talking to Karen about, you know, what Giselle has done to her, all of this stuff. It was tough seeing Wendy that emotional, um, but I thought it was, I thought it was good to see Ascala kind of talk about her friendship with Robin a little bit, because I feel like that's how she was introduced on the show, but we haven't necessarily like heard a lot of her, you know, perspective yeah so it was it was good to hear her talk about like oh I know Robin in this way but now I'm seeing a different side of her and Giselle and Karen and Wendy are very quick to be like oh well like Robin's different when she's around Giselle and that's like I feel like that's a dynamic that we've obviously seen over the years on the show but it's it's different to see it from Robin's friend's perspective because she's kind of like oh this is what's happening yeah, even Ascal said she's known her. And although they're friends, she even found it weird that no matter what, she's very loyal to Giselle. And I thought that was interesting to see, too, because she saw it firsthand and she was like, wait a second, Giselle's like not 100% right in this situation, but she still took like her side. There's always that weird. I feel like people have very strong feelings about loyalty and mm-hmm. we see that on housewives kind of frequently that maybe somebody is making excuses for bad behavior because, and it's seen as kind of like a good thing because you're being loyal to your friend. I don't know. I feel like that's something that I've never really dealt with that much in my own life. I'm like, I don't, maybe I'm just not in these like high intense conflict situations, but I'm kind of like, I mean, if she's wrong, she's wrong. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I know it's like, well, you did fuck up. So I'm going to tell I'm more that like, I'm going to, I usually am like the middle man within like yeah. my friend's situations, but I'll either stay out of it. Or if it's extreme, like say, you like Const- you I would you can give constructive that. feedback yes. in a in a loving manner <laughs> yes but uh we hear most about loyalty in New Jersey obviously but that's, that's true yeah that's, the family and yes. all of that but uh, talking about Wendy getting upset I feel like she just can't wrap her head around the fact that like although maybe Giselle wasn't doing this to be malicious we'll never know I don't know but she Wendy's just has obviously like us have seen this before on, on shows and like the damage that it potentially could do is a lot. And if your family is intact and nothing, no problems going on, you don't need a rumor like this to destroy it. And especially someone to go around and continue to spread it. So I, right. I, I feel bad that she's upset, but I also feel like delivery is a big thing in these types of conversations and situations like if that wasn't the way you meant it you should have brought it up in a different way totally tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card well with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yes you heard that right you can talk to a human on the discover customer service team anytime 
So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. So the next day, we see everyone kind of coming back together. It's a little awkward. Um, I definitely feel like Wendy... Again, like you were saying, it's understandable that she is, you know, upset about what's been happening, but also... I feel like she's not quite at the point. Like some of the people who have been on these shows for a really long time, I think one of their greatest strengths is kind of letting it all hang out, like having the big drama. And then the next day sort of carrying on like everything is normal. And I feel like Wendy doesn't quite have that skill yet where she's like, I don't, I don't want to fuck with the group activity right now because that's not the, you know, like, I don't want to see Giselle's face. And I I think it's fun, like, when they're all doing the, like, audition for Candace's music video, it's fun. And, like, Wendy is, I, she has to go do her TV appearance and all of that. But it's, like, I liked seeing everyone else participate. And so it's, like, ah, like. <laughs> yeah, and Giselle did, I guess, give an olive branch. And she said, I want to talk to you when you're ready. And Wendy just, like, turned her head Right. Like when she's like, well, we don't want to talk to the braids. Like we want to talk to you. I just think Wendy, I under, like you were saying, I understand why she's upset, but I wish she was kind of playing along a little bit more. And it feels very like she's decided she doesn't fuck with Giselle. And it's like, okay, like, I guess, but she also is hearing from Mia in the car later when they're on the way back from Surrey She's hearing that Giselle said the night before that she's a weak bitch, which is not what she said. She said something that I think is, you know, also maybe not that nice about how, you know, she crumbles and maybe she shouldn't be around the group. But I think Mia needs to be a little more careful about how she's relaying these messages because (laughs) then later at dinner, we see her basically get caught with like a little paraphrasing and it's like, that's just a bad position to put yourself in. That was like mo- a little more than paraphrasing. If you ask me, it was like, yeah, it was no, like, she didn't it, say any of those words. And that's not even what she meant. I was, and, but it, Mia's way of going about it was even funny. She's like, um, I could have maybe like, I could, I swore I heard like, the I, word. I bitch. thought I heard that <laughs> word. Right. It's like, it's more than paraphrasing. It's like she took Giselle's like general sentiment 
and then made it sound way, way more severe than it was. She handled it great, though. She did. She was she wasn't even like, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. She was like, well. And then she was like, who said when everyone was like, who said that? She's like, you did. But like she did like you knew at that point you had made that up or like something about along those lines. So she I don't know if she wanted to get Giselle in trouble or just is now backing Wendy. Like, I don't kind of know what the motive there was either. That's my thing with Potomac. I don't know what anyone's like what their idea or what they want to happen out of anything is. Well, I think with Mia, we've seen already throughout the season her kind of you know, go in between, like not really seem like she's playing a side. And I think still she kind of is sort of like a free agent a little bit. Like she clearly, you know, she came on the show through Karen. She clearly has had her issues with Wendy, but she also seems to be a little bit like suspicious of Giselle or like not really you know, she, she's not team Giselle, I would say, but they, are, they're like getting along for the most part, but the fact that then she gets invited to Surrey and then she clearly sees an opportunity to kind of stir shit up between Wendy and Giselle, which let's be clear stuff between Wendy and Giselle doesn't need to be stirred up more than it already has. Like they're already going at it. So like, that was the messiest part to me is that it's like, you already have seen these two fighting for the last, you know, two or three days, Mm -hmm. however long they've been there. And so Mia is, it's very obvious what she's doing. And it's like this, you don't actually need to insert yourself in this because it, in the end, it just makes her look kind of bad because she was like misrepresenting what Giselle said when Wendy already doesn't like Giselle. So she doesn't need like another reason yeah, now I think Giselle is not too fond of Mia either. And even Wendy at that point was like, Mia, stop. It was, I don't know if you noticed the camera was kind of behind Wendy when she was saying it. She's like, Mia, stop, stop. Because well, she was like, don't dig yourself yeah. deeper. I think for both of them, it's like Giselle says, you know, like, I say enough shit on my own. Like, I don't yeah. need you to put more words in my mouth. And I think Wendy has a Wendy has legit issues with Giselle right now, but she doesn't need an extra person in her ear feeding her stuff. That's maybe not even true because when Wendy confronts Giselle and Giselle's like, I didn't say that that makes Wendy feel dumb. Cause she's right. like, Oh wait, like I have a real issue with you. So I don't need to be going after you for like it, some petty shit. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. they're both kind of annoyed at Mia for inserting herself into it. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I just think Mia, like, I think she still, I, I'm still of the opinion that she is great housewife material, but she hasn't quite like found her spot in this group, but I'm still, I'm enjoying her presence. Like I, I don't think she's like doing a bad job. Me too. And we'll obviously see a lot more of her because well, duh. And also because in the mid season trailer, like they show a lot of her husband is now in it and she gets in her fight with Candace. And I think she's just become, this has just taken a little bit longer for her to find her spot, but I, I, I think we'll get there. But I do want to ask, who do you think you would choose for your music video? Oh, um, I really liked Robin's commitment and her. I feel like she was very, um, she was very focused on choreography <laughs> and 
you know, like, I just feel like she was, I thought she was really committed and focused. And I, I thought Karen was an interesting choice on Candace's part, just because I felt like, you know, she was, well, I think she, she was chose clearly, her on purpose, but she was clearly trying not to mess up her hair or makeup. Yes. Um, and I just think her performance was a little less engaging than some of the other ones. Yeah. I think she just like almost was like a mom on the sidelines and just wanted to participate and just like shook her ass for like a minute, but that's fine. But Karen did have her hair and makeup done because she is now the ambassador for Surrey County and has the key. They kept saying key to the city, the key to the county, key to the county, honey, key to the county, <laughs> key to the county. But um, it was very small because it was COVID safe. I hate when people say COVID friendly. Like it's just that <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. But it was COVID safe, so her acceptance speech, if you will, was only to a few people, but. She mentioned something very interesting that I feel it was not in the right time or place for accepting a key to the city county. Sorry, Uh. is that (laughs) LaDom is expanding to into into candles candles and and homeware, home home decor, diffusers. Ooh, the candle. We're about to have a one difference. Between LaDom. So, so the LaDom <laughs> candle is a three wick candle and Wendy's candle is just one wick. See, that's oh the difference, which is so God. hilarious because it's like, okay, so it's just a bigger size. Like that doesn't, it's not a different thing. Karen has said funny things in the past. That line that was not supposed to be funny at all was one of the greatest things she's ever said. That the difference I, is her candle is a three wick. And it's, <laughs> It's a little it's a little shady to me because they ask her why she didn't mention it to Wendy when they had their business meeting. And she was like, oh, well, like that was about Wendy. I didn't want to make it about myself. And it's like, OK, like I think you, I think that was a little bit of a deliberate choice. But I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see if they actually uh, like if that becomes a thing between them, because I kind of feel like that's like the perfect housewife thing to have like a feud about is like candles your candle line. And I don't know, like I still haven't seen like convincing evidence that Wendy's is real. So like, I I'm curious, I'm curious how that will play out, but you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm excited to get back from Williamsburg and like kind of get back into some more interesting dynamics. Cause I feel like the Wendy and Giselle thing, I feel like, we need a breather for a second and then they can get back into it. You know, like the trip is hard because it's such a condensed environment that it's yep, like, okay, you've been, fighting, you've been fighting three days in a row, go take your time to, you know, do something else and then come back together. And I'm yeah, excited. I feel for like that. they feel very trapped when they're in these types of, um, right. How, not, you know, cause the house is obviously large, but you don't have the luxury of going back home to eat like, or whatever you're right. in one I mean, house. I feel like a lot of the time on housewives trips by the last day, it's kind of like, damn, like we're still, we still are stuck together. Housewives trips or trips in general, because sometimes I feel that way too. I'm like, God (laughs) damn it. Spring has sprung and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost 
cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Player App Store and use code MENTION. Okay, let's talk about Shaz. We pick up where we left off with Mike and Paulina and Destiny, you know, having lots of information about Mike and Paulina and um, Destiny is very loyal, respectful and yet loyal to Paulina. And she, she decides not to share any of what Paulina has told her, but then Nima's like, well, just the fact that you said she told you something makes it like a real friend would just say nothing. And it's like, Mike, we're on a real, Nima, we're on a reality show. Like what else are we going to talk about? (laughs) I, Exactly. And even another time in last night's episode that because Paulina's saying she doesn't remember. They're like, can she say it? Can she say it? And Paulina's like, I don't know what what it is that I told her. Like, does she really not remember like to that level, though? Because wow. But also, Destiny brought it up again last night. She's like, Mike, even last year when you came for me, I said, don't come for me. Like, you don't want to do that. I have information. Stop saying that. Either say it or don't. I agree with Nima in that sense, because it's like a kid in like when you're little and you're like, I have a secret to tell you, but I can't tell you. That's exactly what that is. It's like, say it or don't. And now at this point, is it like relationship breaking the information she has or is she just being dramatic? You know? Yeah. And it's like. Whether it is or not, I guess it doesn't matter because clearly Mike and Paulina have like decided on their policy <laughs> what, oh, whatever it is <laughs> and um, Mike's little slip up when he's saying that um, his most prized possession is Paulina and it's like Mike Mikey June Mikey June <laughs> I am not defending Mike I'm not but okay. in this situation I I'm hoping what he meant by that was like you know what well, you know when you're driving and have you ever said I say this like to if my friend is driving, I'm like, careful, you have precious cargo in the car. I almost feel like <laughs> that is like oh, what he meant. Yeah. But it just no, I, I, I don't out, think he right? meant, I don't think he meant that in a bad way. It was just, it was a really cringe slip up because they had just been talking about exactly. his comment about buying and selling destiny, which he, uh, he apologized for and was, you know, was understanding well, also, that that was a bad thing to say. Yes. And also the fact that this whole season, it was about him and Paulina allowing or not allowing each other to speak. So it didn't, it wasn't a good choice. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I yeah. just, listen, it's not I, the first or worst mistake that Mike has ever made. So I'm ready for a break from Mike and Paulina. Honestly, they exhaust me. I don't, I don't love the vibe that I'm getting, but it, at a certain point also, they seem like they've both, you know, <laughs> made a decision. I, I love Paulina. So she had mentioned on the show that there were like 10 times that he had been in this situation. And now at the reunion, she's saying that all 10 of those were spoof text messages. And it's like, we're just never going to get away from this idea yeah. that 
anything bad Mike has ever been <laughs> accused of is just like a fraudulent fake text. And it's like, uh, okay. They have if that's, their, if that's what you tell yourself to, to go to sleep at night, then yeah, they have uh, their story and their lies, the two of them. And we are never, ever, ever going to, they have what they're sticking to and what they're changing. Yep. And they're, yeah, it's very actually weird to watch because you can see when anyone asks a question, they have to like almost take one millisecond to think about if it'll match up with their web of lies. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, did you Whatever. say you love Paulina? No. Oh, I thought you said I love Paulina. Then you went like right into. I mean, what yeah, you're I saying. love Paulina. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> go, go off sister. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I hope that relationship is less toxic than they make it seem on TV because it's just, it's just not a fun ride. Like Mike's like, like I said, we're engaged. I'm like, why are you both talking like you're, like you're robots, actual robots? Like you really reread the note cards before you came back out on stage. Yeah. We're engaged. Uh, okay. Let's, let's pivot. So Reza, Andy asks Reza, how things are with Adam. He says it's great. And then he asks him about having kids. And Reza says that he doesn't ever want kids, that he's decided, which is not what we've heard him say before. And he starts getting really emotional because he's talking about his own parents. He has to walk off for a second. He comes back on and he is saying that he is basically worried that he would do a bad job and that he would do damage to his child which is sad to hear because i mean if anyone makes the decision to not have kids great for them that is like a perfectly you know respectable decision Mm -hmm. but it's it feels like with reza it's coming from a place of like i don't want to have kids because of some like self-conscious reason or some kind of like baggage that he hasn't necessarily unpacked and that makes me sad because like if you're going to make that decision, it should come from a place of like, I'm good with myself. I don't, I just don't want them. Yeah. I hope that I don't hope he changes his mind. I hope he changes his mind. I hope he makes the decision. Like you said, based off of what he wants after thinking about it, not a reactive decision only because it does seem like a very intense change of heart. And it does definitely feel like it's, um, based off something that happened or he, that he's going through and people's minds do change and you are in different phases of your life and maybe you can picture yourself without it but that's just not the vibe I got so whatever he decides to do I hope it's would make him happy but yeah he, he yeah. just was seemed very emotional and very was thinking about something else while he was explaining that he didn't want kids but he seems to be less emotional now about the idea of not meeting baby Shams, who honestly is, is that is Shams even a baby anymore? I feel like no, he's well, like getting I mean, toddler he's a baby, territory. but he's a toddler. Yeah. Uh, but, so this this segment about Reza and MJ was so. I felt like there were so many things going on because. Obviously, there's still this whole Tommy dynamic, which I feel like is just casting like a weird light over the whole thing because MJ says that Tommy wants Reza to go to anger management, which is feels random because the I feel like the 
the main people who had who seemed to have the anger issues were Tommy and maybe Adam. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, so Reza has to go to anger management. And then MJ says that Tommy is also really hurt because he watches the show and reads the paper and sees <laughs> things that Reza says about him and them and whatever. Reza seems confused because he basically is like, I haven't talked shit about you this season. <laughs> but it's like, I just, it's hard because I feel like Tommy just makes this so much harder than it needs to be when clearly Reza and MJ have their issues, but like overall have love for each other. Yeah. I like the fact that Reza has kind of changed his outlook on this though. And he's gonna stop doing things in general because he says doing nothing will cause less damage. And I, and he's kind of like, I don't want to ever say over it because, of course, he would love to meet Baby Shant. It's very important to him. But he is like, I'm not going to anger management. Like, what else can I do? Like, I'm not going to continue doing things like hurdles and, le- uh, you know, for and yes. then for what outcome? Nothing like so I'm just doing tasks. No, I think that's an important thing of, like about growing up and maturing and being an adult is realizing that like it's okay to say no to things that are unreasonable and that like, I don't think obviously they have a very complicated relationship, but I don't think Reza has specifically done anything that would suggest that he should go to anger management, especially specifically just so he can like go on a walk with Shams in the stroller. Like I think, you know, Reza has his own issues. I'm sure he would freely admit to that, but that it's like Tommy is not important enough to Reza that Tommy gets to dictate how he's going to handle his business. And I think, I think it's healthy for him to come to a point where he's not so worked up about the idea of not meeting this child because it's like, you know, if it's going to be this ridiculous of a process, maybe it's not meant to happen. And I don't need to lose lose sleep over it because I've done my part. I feel in my heart. Yeah. And Andy at that point had also asked like the rest of the cast, what they think. And they both were like, after he said, who thinks Reza should be able to meet baby Shams, And everyone was like, significant other shouldn't be involved. This is between Reza and MJ at this point, obviously Mm -hmm. like, Tommy was involved. He was, but like going forward, they shouldn't be involved. It's a relationship between Reza and MJ that needs to continue. Tommy doesn't need to be in his life. And Reza even said that he's like, I'm not trying to form a relationship with Tommy. Right. And I agree. Well, and we talked about how Tommy, Tommy has said shit about Reza, Golnessa and destiny. So it's like, honestly, if Tommy's opinion was the one that mattered, MJ probably wouldn't even be on the show because Tommy doesn't fuck with half of this cast. I mean, more than half the cast really. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's like if Tommy isn't gonna sort of play along with how shows like this work, where it's like you go through things and then you come back together and you figure your shit out and you have ups and downs. Like if Tommy is never going to play along with those dynamics, like I don't really want him to, determine like who MJ can hang out with or who 
she can see because it's like that's not why we're here like we're not here to see you just like hate each other and not make any you know movement so they weirdly left off like the things i know they weren't like trying to tease us or whatever but they made it seem for sure that another season is going to be happening like that the show is not done I mean, I, so I would say like after last season, I was kind of like, eh, like, okay. I feel like it, it felt like it had maybe sort of run its course. Like the MJ and Reza thing was so dark. Like, I don't know. It felt like everyone was in kind of a weird place. Whereas this season, I feel a lot more like intrigued at what could happen next. Cause I think new people will come in. I still am really, I mean, I said I needed a break from Mike and Paulina. I do need a break, but I, eventually I'd love to come back and see what's, <laughs> see what's going on. And I do think the the MJ and Reza situation feels like it's in a much more productive place than it was at the end of last season. Yeah, or at least, totally. You know, toward the end of last season. So, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see how that continues to develop. I do think, like... I think Gigi is like a super interesting figure. It seems like Nima maybe has some like stuff yeah, going on. Like, I don't can know. Do I just, Nima. I, <laughs> like, I do think that this show is, has a lot to offer. And I think that this season was a lot more sort of promising than last season. So yeah. I feel, I'm like, yeah, do a season 10. Sure. Nima wasn't in this reunion. The only time he spoke last yeah. night was to go through the girls that he allegedly dated from bravo he went on a date with Paige. that was interesting jewels at, at least talked to jewels uh he had a thing with sheena we know garcelle is into it <laughs> i don't think they've linked up in real life though yeah i yeah nima was in a, an interesting place like he was mostly just kind of chiming in on other people's stuff um we heard about his penis a little bit like I do feel like he's the out of everyone on that couch. He's the one with the least like investment in the group dynamic. So I don't know, but also, you know, like London wasn't there, which is kind of funny to me. So also like, didn't even realize that, like, you know, like I didn't, I don't. Right. It was weird because London actually was a pretty big presence during the season, you know, like she had a lot of one-on-one scenes. She was on both of the trips, but in the end it was kind of like, we have stuff to talk through and like your voice isn't really necessary for that. Also. Cause you know, she would have talked everyone's ear off. Like Andy would have thrown her one question and it would have been a 45 minute response. So probably for yeah. the best that she wasn't there. Um, but yeah, I I'm, I'm curious to see where season 10 goes. Cause I'm assuming it'll happen. So we'll see next year how this group is doing. Oh my God. That's so weird to think about, but anyway, well, if they come back with a new season this year, that would be that would be really quick. I know. Well, and now we, our Sunday nights have have opened up a little bit more. Oh, oh, Barry, Salt Lake City premieres in two weeks on I Sunday know. nights. I so know. we have just hold, a week. Like, hold on to your hat. <laughs> we ha- but we can go got, on vacation on two for two more we, weeks. We've got a lot of exciting stuff coming down the pipeline because. New Jersey was just in Nashville filming their trip. All the guys were there too, including Louie. Orange County went to Mexico. We left the country. An international trip, finally. Um, I never doubted one time that 
Orange County would be the um, the <laughs> <laughs> franchise to go and leave the country. But honestly, sense. good good for them though, because they were the ones who had their season like the most fucked up by the pandemic. So I'm glad they got to have some fun. Um, but yeah, also Project Runway is coming back with no Carly Kloss, which I was like, oh, I see. Huh. Maybe huh. she's at dinner with the Kushners. <laughs> interesting but um, uh okay well that is gonna do it for us today we'll be back tomorrow with another episode don't forget to rate review follow wherever you listen you can follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and just be cool don't be all like uncool mention it all is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by dylan hafer guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.